welcome to Locked on SoCal Hockey once again. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, joined, as always, by Sarah Avampato from Locked on LA Kings. And this show is brought to you by the Spotify Greenroom. Don't forget to download the app on the iOS Apple Store. Download the app and join me next week, because I did mine already this week, and get in on the action. Once again, it is Greenroom changing the way we talk sports. Sarah Vampato from Locked on LA Kings and Locked on NHL. It is Wednesdays, and she is the co-host with Jess Balmasto from Locked on Flames. How's it going? It's, you know, we're one day closer to a Tampa thing. No, we, we you never know. It could be a 3 over verse sweep. It could be. Maybe we can manifest that. Yeah... Yeah, but in the event that the season ends tonight, the next thing we have to look forward to is free agency, mm-hmm. trades, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. The expansion draft. Expansion draft. People getting wacky about that. Yeah. 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 So let's start with let's start with expansion draft, actually. Let's go with that route first mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Uh, this show is all about, you know, theoreticals. What would happen if this happened and if this happened and so on and see what wacky stuff we can come up with yeah for our respective teams yeah yeah got some goofy ideas i bet yeah i got i got a couple of goofy ideas actually one of them has to do with the expansion draft Mm -hmm. because there's quite a few players that are probably going to be unprotected my last goofy idea was that the ducks do not protect 10 players Ooh, you know why because that's all of the ones that they can't protect pretty much so Instead of having three defensemen protected, they could protect four defensemen. Cam Fowler, Josh Manson, Hayden Fleury, and then Hampus Lindholm maybe. But if I was going to go for Lindholm, Fowler, and then I guess Manson and Hayden Fleury. Because Hayden Fleury is still only 24 years old. He's young. He's from from Carolina. He's not that bad of a player, to be honest. And looking at the four forwards after that they can't protect Sonny Milano because he's had a lot of injury stuff happen recently so the four that I would protect this is a tough one for me the four forwards that I had protected were Troy Terry, Isaac Lundestrom Ricard Raquel and Sam Steele so that leaves a lot of guys unprotected like Adam Henrique, Jakob Silverberg, the Elite 1C Derek Grant, Nicholas Delorier I could go on and on and on. Max Jones would be left unprotected. So out of all of those ones, I mean, I have a couple ideas of who could be taken and I have a couple forward ideas. What if Seattle just went ahead and took Adam Henrique? I mean, that honestly feels like a logical choice because teams, you know, expansions teams, I've the whole one we've experienced in recent <laughs> history uh, under this current set of rules, I, I think that you need a good mixture of both veteran players who know how to help bring a room together and blah, blah, blah. And you need those sort of young, hungry guys who maybe haven't gotten a chance on their team to to really prove themselves. I mean, look no further than... Um, Mark Stone? No. Um, Marcia So? No. I mean, maybe. The other guy. The blonde guy. 
Yeah. Carlson. William Carlson. Yeah, another former duck. Yes. Yay. Who, who? oh, that's right, he was a former duck. Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, yeah, well, oops. Um, <laughs> Ow. <laughs> but, you know, a guy like that, he never would have gotten the opportunity that he had in Columbus or in Anaheim previously mm-hmm. to really kind of go off like that. And, you know, he, he has shown that he can be a top player in this league. So you need that mixture of, of types of players. And I think that, you know, Henrique is... You know, obviously not on great footing with the Ducks, given we've talked before about the whole him being scratched thing and being waived and all that stuff. So he he is a guy who is proven leader. He still can play. He just isn't as good as he used to be. And he, you know, was instrumental in helping bring that very odd roster of Team Canada together for Worlds. Yeah. Uh, and, I, you know, I'd probably go with him. But here's a wacky idea. Uh-oh. Wacky. Yes. What if Seattle takes Jakob Silverberg, who I mean, was an alternate captain? He that, was an all-star. Yeah, yeah. The Ducks would probably be a little bummed about that, wouldn't they? Isn't he good? He's good, yeah. <laughs> and he's got three seasons left at five and a quarter million. They would be a little bit ticked off about that. They might be willing to risk having him out there. And if they do, wouldn't that be just really wacky and sad? Yes. Because you're getting a player that's is an alternate captain, has the capability of being a leader in the locker room, and is making less money without all the drama. (laughs) True. Yeah. True. Yeah, I mean, when have you ever heard anything about Jakob Silverberg? As far as bad news? As far as anything. Uh, No, nothing. He just goes out there and plays and does his thing. Yeah. That's pretty much it. There you go. Yeah. I think the last thing I heard about him was he missed the All-Star game because of the birth of his child. Oh, that's very responsible. Yeah. 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 I, I would hate to see him go, but just saying like wacky hockey, what mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. What if mm-hmm. that happens? Mm-hmm. Then the Ducks are going to be left in a bit of peril and having to look for a new alternate and a new person out there on the wings. And I think you're looking at... Oh, I'm looking at my cap friendly. Your cap friendly. Yeah, which we can get to right now because um, you have an expansion draft coming up. You had your list of players who could be leaving the Kings. What were some of the names that you had left unprotected from the Kings? Uh, so the big one is Dustin Brown, who I, I, wa- I waver back and forth between protecting him and not protecting him. And it seems like the team is actually leaning towards protecting him now. Um, A, it would let him, you know, this coming year is the last year of his contract. It would let him finish out that contract as a King, um, you know, with the chance to re-sign him for, you know, kind of year to year deals going forward. But I also think that, you know, if you leave him unprotected, is Seattle really going to take him? Like, I don't think so. They might. I don't think so either. But, you know, I, I think that, if you if you leave him unprotected, that opens up spots and makes it so they don't have to choose between, you know, the, the kind of middle players of, you know, Adrian Kempe, Brendan Lemieux, who they just traded for, uh, you know, why trade for a guy who you're immediately not going to protect? Same with Leas Anderson. So there's some names on there that I think that they would like to protect, but it just is going to depend on how many spots they have left. And adding Victor Arvidsson in trade earlier uh, recently kind of throws a lot of that into chaos, too, because now they have to protect him, and that's going to bump someone else off the list. So who do you think is more likely to be taken by Seattle? 
So most like the 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 buzz out on the streets is that young defenseman Kiel Clegg is going to be who goes to Seattle, uh, which is I think Seattle would be getting a very good player who just needs time. He's still very young. He's mm-hmm. you know he's what twenty. He's young. He's 23. Yeah, he is 23 years old. Uh, he's been in the system for a while, which makes people think that he is older than he is, but he, he's still a kid. As a defenseman, we all know that defensemen take longer to develop, uh, and he just hasn't really gotten the chance with the Kings to really settle into a regular role, and I think that he is someone who, if given the opportunity with Seattle, could develop into a, a you know, passable, at least, NHL defenseman, and he you know, is affordable and can be under team control for a while, and a what if, like a, a chance for Seattle to pick someone who they can mold into who who they want him to be. Ready to get wacky? Uh-oh. Yeah, hold that wacky thought. Yes. You know why? Why? Because we got to talk about the Spotify Green Room. Oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Yes. So the Spotify Green Room is basically the renamed or rebranded locker room app now in dark mode with green it looks really snazzy guys it does look a lot better it's the first social audio platform made for sports fans with a little bit of music in there too so it's kind of kind of cool yeah you have all sports in there you have nba you have major league baseball once in a while you have the nhl you have an nhl channel there so you could talk about your favorite team or your favorite sport and i will be hosting rooms for locked on ducks once a week and Sarah's usually there, so you could say hi to Sarah Avampado, who's yeah. right next to me. Yeah, I occasionally, you know, jump in, say hi, talk about Corey Perry. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought we were done with this. Nope. App- apparently not, folks. So gal- go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. And for those of you on Android, a chat feature is coming soon. Ooh. So be on the lookout for that. Once again, that is Green Room changing the way we talk sports. Yes, away we go. And speaking of green, yes. you know that Thin Mints come in a green box. Mm-hmm, indeed. And the Grasshopper Cookie Build Bars mm-hmm. come in a little green package. Indeed it does. Yeah, it yeah. does. Which is the current, I guess, limited edition, limited time flavor yes. of Built Bar. Yes. Which tastes like a candy bar. It really does. And they are kind of like a Thin Mint, mm-hmm. but in Built Bar form. Yes. You tried one live on I the did. air a couple days I ago. Did. And you loved it. It was delicious. And maybe the best thing is that it is way healthier for you than those cookies, even though those cookies are um, real, real good. This one, at least, is real good for you and tastes absolutely delicious. Yeah. By the way, cheat mode here. Put the Built Bar in the fridge for a little bit, then take it out, have it. Mm, chef's kiss. But anyway, they are only 150 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, and packed with 17 grams of delicious protein, with a little bit of those little cookie crumbles on yes. top of it. Even better. Even better. So head on over to BuiltBar. No, Built.com right now, and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 1-5-15% off your next order of Built Bar. Please eat responsibly. <laughs> That's the best way to put that one, right? Yes. Yeah. So, time to get wacky. All right, cool. What if, what if Seattle takes, let's go with scenario one. Mm-hmm. What if they take Adrian Kempe? I mean, Ooh. that would require the Kings to have not protected him first. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I guess I'll buy a Kempe uh, Kraken jersey. 
it would stink, but you know, he is a player who, you know, you could argue maybe needs a fresh start, who hasn't really shown the consistency required to want the Kings to con- to uh, commit to him long term. I you know, w- am having a hard time seeing them signing him to a long term deal after his current contract is up. I think he just hasn't been as productive as they wanted him to be. And there's lots of other young guys in the system who can jump up and take that role. Um, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd be sad. He's a, he's a cool guy, a cool character on the team. Uh, seems pretty well loved by his teammates. Uh, he fits in very well in Southern California uh, as yeah. a person. But you know, it wouldn't be the end of the world if they took him. I'd be afraid to know, though, who the Kings protected instead of him mm-hmm. in this scenario. Or even wackier, uh-huh. what if Seattle is that desperate for a goalie? Don't take certain other goalies in the expansion draft and select one of them quick. Well, the Kings are boned then. <laughs> yeah. What would happen then? Well, they'd have to go and find a free agent goalie or a trade goalie well, to be a backup for Cal Peterson. It's funny that you mentioned that. Yes. Because guess what I have in front of me? A list of free agents. Oh, gosh. And there's a couple of goalies on this list that are pretty good. One of them is Tuka Rask, who's a free agent. I mean, let's talk about Wacky. No, that he would want so much money. He would. Or Frederick Anderson. No. For, ooh. Let's get really, really wacky here. What about Auntie Ranta? He's broken all of the time. That's the King's main problem, is that their goalies are always broken. I love Auntie Ranta, but he is hurt so often. Mm -hmm. So often. So we're pretty much looking at the King's being boned, right? Yeah, Yeah. if if Jonathan Quick gets taken, sure, Troy Grosnick was good in his, like, 1.5 NHL experiences, but we're not bringing Troy Grosnick on to be your backup. Well, take a look at this list that I'm handing off to Miss Avampado, and there's quite a few goalies on that list, some of whom I would not even think about. Others, I might give a flyer to. So of the free agent goaltenders, who would you give a flyer to if you were stuck in that situation? You know, avoiding the ones who I think will be will wind back up with their teams. You know, I don't think that Philip Grubauer is going to go anywhere no. with, with Colorado, for example. Um, Yaroslav Halak has proven himself to be a really good backup who can step in when needed to a bigger role. Uh, he's someone who maybe I'd look at. <laughs> Mike Smith is on this list. Uh, he allegedly, Edmonton, Edmonton wants to bring him back. So <laughs> uh, good luck there. Devin Dubnik would want too much money, and I don't trust him. Jonathan Bernier is interesting. I mean, that would be full circle. It would. Bring Jonathan Bernier back. I was looking at that name. Um, I wouldn't mind that. I think that he's been okay. His numbers look terrible because he's been on Detroit for the past couple of years. (laughs) This is kind of fun, isn't it? This is going into wacky hockey mode, folks. Like, what if? What if A happened? What if B happened? Jonathan Quick could, I mean, on the off chance, there's maybe a 5% chance he could be selected because... It is pretty well known that the Kings are not going to protect Jonathan Quick. They're just not. He's making a lot of money, one. Two, they're going to protect Cal Peterson. He is their, I guess, top goaltender of the future. Goals fans ought to know that. Ducks fans ought to know that. So when we think about who else they can take in free agency, you know, Frederick Anderson was a name that I thought was interesting. Bernier just seems like such an interesting fit, possibly, with the LA Kings again. He's part of he was part of that system. And as far as the Ducks goaltending, the Ducks goaltending is fine. They have 
their number one in John Gibson. They have their number two in Anthony Stolarz. Stolarz is probably not going to get taken. But, I mean, what if? I mean, if Stolarz got taken by the Ducks, they're not as bones because they have Gibson. And they could also rush to bring up Lucas Dostal, which I know they don't want to do. But you don't think Stolarz would get selected, do you? I mean, now I think that would be great if he did. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I, that didn't even enter into my mind. But what What if they both get selected? Oh. Because, see, like, yeah, the king, the, the Ducks at least have Dostal behind him, behind him. And, yeah, is he ready for the NHL yet? Probably not. But they at least have, like, a viable guy. All the people behind Cal Peterson, um, right now they have Matt Villalta. They oh. have Jacob Ingham. Oh. Uh, both of whom are still cutting their teeth in the AHL. And... You know, Velalta particularly will have really, really stunningly good games with the with the rain, and then and he'll then have games where I'm just like he'll have games where he gives up six goals to the San Diego goals. Yes, exactly. Um, and you know, there are other names in the system. Uh, Lucas Parikh just signed a deal a deal with the AHL, so he has a one year contract. Oh, no. there. Uh, and Poor he, Ontario. And he, I mean, I know. Cal- calm down. How, how many WHL and U- USHL games have you watched, sir? Not as many as you. <laughs> exactly. I think Preak has a lot of promise. The thing that's going to be rough is that this is his first year pro, although he has played a lot men's pro back in his home country of the Czech Republic. Right. You know, and at least is used to playing against men in in that way. Would I trust him to be the rain starter? Probably not, unless he comes in and really blows people's socks off. But, you know, he is an intriguing figure for the rain for the future. And, you know, signing him to that deal allowed the Kings to keep him in their system and keep, you know... Or he plays in Czechoslovakia. Or he play. I don't think he will. You don't think he'll play in Europe? No. No? So he was, he's, he's, he, oh, I don't think... He's, yeah, he's the guy. Oh, yeah, I mean, boy. also, first off, his agent is all Alan Walsh. Oh. So, no, God. he's coming over here. Gosh. <laughs> Boy, the Kings would be boned if Quick got selected. Yes, oh my yeah, God. they would have. They'd have to go sign a Yarrow Halak or Cal Pickard or uh, Chris Dreger. I mean, Chris <laughs> Dreger would. He's been great for the Panthers, uh, but uh, you know, yeah, there's what there's if? a lot of names on what here. What if? Yes, no. What? Michael Hauser. Oh God, we remember Michael Hauser, right? I think I've intentionally well, forgotten that name. Former Rain goalie for a hot minute. Yeah, you forgot about that, I, didn't you? Probably on purpose. Yeah. Based on the way you're talking about it. Yeah, for reasons. <laughs> yeah, folks, they they'd be boned. At least the Ducks are fine. They have John Gibson. They see if that happened, the Ducks could at least go out and get a competent backup goaltender as Sarah is now discovering that Hauser did have a cup of coffee with the Ontario Rain. Back in 2016. Hmm. One of those games was against, hmm, the San Diego Goals. Yeah. Yeah. You're astounded that I remember that, didn't aren't no, you? No, I'm not. You're not? No. I have... Oh. You remember all sorts of weird things. The stuff I remember is random and weird at times. I still don't know how. How this happens. Alright. So, if, just in case, the Kings need to get a goaltender, who would be your top choice as far as free agent goaltenders? Um, I Halak looks really good, inter- like as an interesting figure for me. Um, I've been impressed with what I've seen from him. I believe, unless my brain has uh, betrayed me, he's been he's been f- fairly good in Tugarask's absences in Boston. Although now that I think about it, he was a little usurped by uh, the young kid that came up. But I'd I'd still take a run at him. I wouldn't. No. Well, I I would go after Dredger. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go after the Florida netminder. He had a very good season 
again, kind of a misused goaltender in Florida. Florida likes to have a penchant for misusing some of their players and misjudging some of the talent on their team. Yeah. Which gives me less confidence in their assessment of players for the expansion draft again. I just don't have confidence in Florida, folks. I really don't. All right, we need to head to one more break. This will be our intermission, and we'll talk about betonline.ag. And as of right now, the odds for the 2022 Stanley Cup final winner is up. And we saw that Colorado was the favorite at yeah. a plus 500. Yeah. 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 Vegas is up there. Tampa Bay's up there. But Colorado's the favorite, not Tampa, not Boston, not any of these other teams. It's Colorado. Would you take that bet? Um, I wouldn't put too much on it, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you're an Avs fan and you're confident that Colorado will win the Stanley Cup, go over to betonline.ag. They they have Major League Baseball, the NBA Finals, the Phoenix Suns, and the Milwaukee Bucks, poor Milwaukee. And go there right now and get a 50% welcome bonus with what promo code? Locked on. Locked on. Yeah, you get a 50% welcome bonus. That is betonline.ag. The one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. And did you know that it's the exclusive online sportsbook of TLOPN? Astounding. Yeah. And folks, gamble responsibly, please. It's it's good for you to gamble responsibly. <laughs> All right. We're going to head to an intermission and think about what other wacky crap we can come up with. So stay locked in, folks. Welcome back to Locked on SoCal Hockey, presented by the Spotify Green Room. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. That is Sarah Avampato. Yo. And we're talking wacky hockey, you know, the what ifs. What if this happened? What if that happened? And we talked about expansion draft and some possible players that they can go after if players get the boots. But let's go over this. Both teams are going to be losing quite a few players. The Kings have a little bit of money to play with. The Ducks have more money to play with. So let's say that the Kings lose a Kempe or some forward like that. Who are some of the guys that are on your list that the Kings could go after? And let's get let's get like a realistic one. Let's get silly here too. Okay. Who are some guys that the Kings could go after in free agency? Well, one of the names that jumps right out to me first on the list uh, would be Brandon Saad, who is a free agent uh, coming up out of Colorado, um, twenty eight years old. 24 points in in the last season uh, is really known more for being a strong defensive player, which automatically makes me want to just put him, Kopitar and I follow on a line together mm-hmm. and just let them keep the puck the entire shift that they're out there. Uh, he's someone who, you know, his scoring has trailed off a little bit. He's never quite hit some of the heights he did earlier in his career in Chicago, but, you know, it could be one of those sacrifice offense for defense kind of situations. Uh, he definitely in Chicago came up in the mold of Marion Hosa, who, you know, uh, bypassed being a strong offensive talent in order to really work on his defensive game. Uh, I think he'd be an intriguing option. But if we're going to talk totally wacky, uh, Gabe Landeskog <laughs> is a free agent. Yes, he is. Is Now, is Colorado going to do everything they can to re-sign their captain? Probably. Is Colorado, like, is uh, Landis Scott going to want a whole boatload of money? Yes. But, you know, he is a player who 
you know, 52 points in 54 games this past season. Uh, he has just, he has that right combination of both scoring and like snarl for a lack of better word words uh, that I think would play very well on the Kings. Uh, he has, he is very good at physical sort of play, but he also is a really talented scorer in his own right. So, you know, if we're talking fantasy world here, I'd take a look at that. Fantasy world, I do love Landeskog, but that is their captain. I think Colorado is going to do everything to re-sign Landeskog. they got to keep one of those guys, and I think they're going to keep Gabriel, but not Brandon Saad, who is also on my list. They have to re-sign Landeskog. they got to re-sign a goalie. I mean, they have some cap space. They have $25 million in cap space, which isn't bad. But if I'm going to go really, really, really wacky here... Actually, no, Saad is on my list. Someone else that... I like that's kind of realistic. I would love to see the Ducks just swipe away a player from the Tampa Bay Lightning, who is a free agent, who's a pretty good winger. How about Blake freaking Coleman, Mm. who's 29 years old? People are not putting him on the radar, and they should. He's only 29 years old. He scored 31 points in 55 games. He's done fairly well in these playoffs he will garner a little bit more than the 1.8 he's making. He'll probably garner somewhere around 3 to 4. The Ducks could mm-hmm. give him that money. I mean, this wouldn't be the first time the Ducks would go to Tampa to look for a player. I'm talking at you, Kevin Shattenkirk, except he's younger than Shattenkirk. And maybe it'll be the best for both of them because, hey, former teammates, maybe they'll do well together again. And if the Ducks are going to lose a Henrik or a Silverberg. Get a winger out there. Get Blake Coleman. That wasn't who you had on your list, was it? Um, no, but now that you mentioned him, um, oh no, I, I, I want him. <laughs> no, you can't have him. No, give him the money, Anaheim. Take him. Take him from Tampa Bay. Don't let them win three in a row. Is what I'm saying. That's why I'm going slightly silly, but slightly go get him. Go freaking get him. Who else do you like on this list? There's some good names. Yeah, there's there's some good names. Uh, there, there's, you know, I the Kings are set down center. I don't think they need to look at another center. But I've always loved Phil Deneau, uh, who's you know taking on a ton of hard work with the Montreal Canadiens. I think Stan Bowman probably has nightmares about the fact that he traded him for nothing. Uh-huh. Uh, the Kings don't need him, but I would like it if they if they got him. <laughs> uh, Mike Hoffman, uh, you know, took a kind of one year show me deal in St. Louis. You know, yeah. didn't quite perform the way I think people expected him to. So he had a decent season. Yeah, but it's not you know. Thir- it's but results. I, I, everyone thought better. Results. I thought he was going to be better. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's you know, Tomas Tatar has been an interesting name, although he has been out of Montreal's lineup essentially for the playoffs. So who knows? I've what's going got there. a really interesting name for the Ducks. Is it Alex Ovechkin? No. What if Kyle Palmieri returns oh. to the Ducks? Yeah. Look at the season he had in New York kind of resurrected himself in Nassau Coliseum in Long Island. What if the Ducks bring him back with open arms? I'm just saying, what if New York doesn't resign him? What if? Oh. So of the former Ducks on this list, is he who you'd pick? Because there's yes. a handful of them on, on I know here. there's a lot of former Ducks on this list that are free agents. Of all the former Ducks, I would take Kyle Palmieri in a heartbeat. You're not going to bring back Cogliano? No, I'm not going to bring back Cogley. <laughs> I, I loved Cogs. Cogs was great in Anaheim. Part of me misses having him in Anaheim. But would I re-sign him again with as well as he 
did this season, which was not for as much as he might garner. Uh, no, unless Cogs comes back in like a one million or one point five, which he won't take. Yeah. Then yeah, no, <laughs> it's gonna be palms in a heartbeat. Sorry, Cogs. Much as I like you, sorry about that. Uh, any other interesting names before we wrap up? Like just to get really like, whoo, what if this happened? Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. Ooh, what if the Ducks... No, they wouldn't take Taylor Hall. Actually, the more interesting name on there, and again, I don't think the Kings would look at him just because they don't have a need at this position, but David Krejci, who has... He is somehow 35 years old. I don't... I... How? He still performs at such a high level for that Boston team. You know, whether it's because of the players around him or not, I guess we'll find out if he doesn't come back to Boston. Let's get wacky. What? What if Anaheim doesn't re-sign Ryan Getzloff? <laughs> what if they let him walk and they get David Krejci instead? I mean, first off, that would be very rude of the Ducks. <laughs> oh, man. The man has one goal, and it's to retire a duck, and you're going to deny him that? What if? I'm just saying, what if? What if he signs with the Kings? <laughs> no. Wait, Krejci or Getzloff? Oh, what if Getzloff signs with the Kings? I mean, again, oh. we don't need that, but it would be really funny. Now let's get silly. What if Getsy signs with the Kings? Could you imagine like him and Kopitar having to learn to like each other? <laughs> I mean, him and anyone. Like, him and Dowdy. Oh, wow. I don't know about that. Jonathan Quick. Ooh, okay. Now, now we're getting to the wacky part of it. Right? That would be like if David Perron decided to, you know, when he hits free agency to come to the Kings. Like, Damn. Jonathan Quick just tries to murder him every game they're in together. <laughs> like, could you imagine... That would be like Connor Garland going to the Ducks, which is almost as bad because you know how much Jonathan Gibson loves him. Oh yeah, but Getzloff going to the Kings—that's peak. That's peak chaos. Yes, that is like skies open up, and part of me wants to see that giant hole opens up in the ground, and you know we have now just unleashed the Kraken. Oh no, <laughs> I can't talk. Sarah. <laughs> yeah, no, those are our wacky ideas. I mean, really, the wacky idea is what happens if Alex Ovechkin doesn't resign in Washington. But that's anything like, goes. Anything goes. I, I mean, I feel like that's a whole podcast in and of itself of what happens if Alex Ovechkin somehow does not come to a deal with the Washington Capitals. Then anything goes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's a whole other show, folks. Yeah, we'll be tap dancing our way out of this particular podcast. Why are you looking at me with that tone of voice? You can find both of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey. They're wicked good shows, I tell you what. So don't forget to. Put these in the heights of the rest of the fantastic podcasts on this network, including Locked on NHL, which is in the heights of the top 10 podcasts in the Locked on NHL network. Why why are you looking at me like that? I'm living rent-free in your head, aren't I? (laughs) How many more musicals can I come up with, folks? Uh, As a reminder, you could hear me daily on this network. On those same platforms. I'm on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. I think I've killed Sarah, folks. Oh my god. <laughs> you can find me on the Spotify Greenroom app at Locked on Ducks. Sarah, they can find you at Locked on NHL Mondays and Wednesdays, correct? That is true. 
<laughs> you can talk now. Uh, you can. Fi- I-, I promise I'm going to make no musical puns whatsoever. That's not my department. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. The show's on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Of course, available wherever you get your podcasts. And, uh, you know, that's that's all I got for today. That's all you got? Yeah, it's no. a cur- curtain call. Ah, you, you got one in there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That, good show. Good, good show. show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everything's normal. It's Every, cool. Yeah. Everything's fine. Anything else to say? Um, on behalf of Sarah and myself, uh, for Locked on Kings and Locked on Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, the host of Locked on Kings, because everything's normal, right? Yeah. Everything's fine. We've created a rift in the t- space-time continuum. I'm sorry. Hey, wacky hockey. May as well be wacky podcasting. I'm J.D. Hernandez from Locked On Kings, and... Uh, my name's Sarah Avampado. I'm the new host of Locked On um, California Golden Seals. Oh, no. <laughs> be safe out there. Uh, be kind to one another. And I guess animals fly together. Moo. <laughs> Have a good one, everyone. Communication.